What's up everybody, it's Ross and welcome to the 1% Daily Podcast. What's up everybody, it is Ross and a welcome to the 1% Daily Show. Sorry, I actually had to put my phone in there because I actually had a timer going because I've been running over. So hold up, how are we all? Now, this is the first one of the new year of 2020. Uh, I think it's now the 13th today, which means I'm just late. I'm not going to apologise, but I'm now back in the swing of work, back in the, uh, the office now in the space, and I'm excited to record this podcast today and get out to you ASAP. And I'm glad I'm getting it done today on Monday, because that means I'm going to launch another one on Friday. So I'll get two podcasts out this week, so... That's what's going down well with the podcast. And I just want to say a massive big thanks. There was a big push of downloads over the Christmas and New Year break. I think I'm almost at three and a half thousand downloads. So massively uh, grateful and happy for all the people that have been taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you are new to the show, my name's Ross. This is the 1% Daily Show. 1% of your day is 14 minutes and 24 seconds. And that is how long this podcast will go. So now that I've already wasted a minute explaining that, I better get into the show because we don't have a lot of time. So today I'm going to be talking about kind of covering two things here. The main idea and the main premise is something I've really been knuckling down on over the last probably two weeks, three weeks, and that is behaving and acting more like a pro. And this comes off the back of watching a lot of um, documentaries over Christmas and New Year and listening to a lot of really cool podcasts at the minute who have all been recorded and presented by professionals, whether they're professional sports people, whether they're professionals in their field, they are professionals in their, by their own right. And I've been thinking, well, look, if I want to improve and get better in my life, I need to start to think more like a pro. So I was listening to a cool podcast and it's talking about the difference between elite basketball players. So we're talking about players in the NBA and they were talking about the difference between guys who go on to win, to win like multiple championships or MVP trophies. Actually, the difference between them and the uh, the other good guys in the league is not a lot of difference. But the difference is the little small things they do, the little extra things they do. So a really good example was Kobe Bryant was talking about how when he entered the league, he was, I think he was only 18. He was like the second youngest NBA player of all time. And because uh, he went straight from high school. But what happened is when he got to L.A., uh, he wasn't old enough to go out anywhere. So the owners of the team and the, the veterans on the team would regularly go out, not necessarily to clubs and bars, but just to restaurants, but to places where you had to be 21 and over to go out. So what he did straight away from an early doors was he got into the routine of habit when anybody was going out, so whether they were going out to a club, to a restaurant, somewhere he couldn't go, casino, wherever it might have been in LA, he then made his way to the gym. And by the gym for all the UK people who don't play basketball, I mean the sports hall where they shoot baskets. So he was literally, every time these guys would go out to celebrate, go out to do anything to regards to uh, the game of basketball that wasn't the actual playing part, he would then take himself away to the gym. So then when he did become old enough to go out drinking or to go to these establishments where you had to be 21 and over, he wasn't going. He was already putting in the extra hours in the gym. And this carried on through his entire season. And he went on to be one of the most successful NBA players of all time. And in some eyes, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. This is not that podcast where I'm going to discuss who the greatest basketball player is of all time. Because there is no conversation. It's just Michael Jordan. Okay, but this is the thing. So I also have come across a bunch of uh, people who are professional businessmen. And again, they are 
absolutely nailed down in their routines and their habits, but they are doing the extra things. So when I, one of the things I always finish my journal now when I'm writing my journal in the morning, my sort of last thought for the day is be like a pro, behave like a pro, do the things like the pros. So for me, it's been really about knuckling down on the small stuff. So it's that if I want to be the best parent to my kids or the best husband uh, to my wife, I need to start almost acting like a professional dad a professional husband, you know, it's that important to me. So whenever we have something in life that we want to improve in or have something that we want to get better at or have something that's maybe got broken or damaged or hurt, um, we seek out the professionals. So a really good example of this is uh, you break your foot or a finger or whatever it might be. Actually, my wife broke her finger last week playing basketball. So you break your finger and you go see a doctor, okay, and... I'm probably not going to use the example of Sarah's doctor because they weren't very good. But I've broken ankles in the past and I've been on I've been at basketball teams where I've then had rehab physio and I've been put on a sort of specific strength program to get me back into a good place. So if you break something, you go and get it fixed right away. But what happens is as individuals, when other little parts of our lives start to break down, we don't necessarily seek out advice or guidance. We kind of go, well, do you know what? I'll just grin and bear it and I'll, I'll, I'll get over it myself and um, I found this many many times before and it's really interesting because I'm in this sort of world where I I suppose I essentially offer advice I don't know if I really offer advice or I just offer my experiences so anything I share with you is something that I've learned either the hard way or I've learned through getting it right myself I never share anything with you which I've not been through um, so when I talk to people about what I've gone through and the experiences I've had and what they may take from that I'm really really sort of aware that in the past I've got it wrong you know so um, I have been injured and not spoken to anybody and maybe left that injury too long so um, I've had in the past broken arms broken fingers uh, ankles, all, all the good stuff. Um, but if I've not necessarily gone to see a physio or the right person soon enough, that injury has flared up into something worse. I mean, I remember going to, I damaged my right knee or my right knee was sore. And um, I spoke to a physio and they were like, yeah, just, just go and see a specialist. But in order to get a specialist, I had to go and book in with the NHS. So I went through the whole rigmarole of booking in with the NHS. And uh, I eventually got to see a physio and the physio said to me, uh, and I don't blame the physios or the doctors or the nurses because they're very busy and I'm, I'm not sitting at the top of their priority list. And I saw my doctor and he was like, um, yeah, it looks like you've ripped or torn your interior cruciate ligament. And I was like, well, I don't think I've torn my interior cruciate ligament because I know people who have done that and it's like horrendously painful. And uh, so what I did was I then spoke to some people that I knew who had been injured in the past but when I when I've spoke to people who have been injured and got better I want to know people who have done it to a good level or who have done it um, and the people they've spoken to are experts in that field so I just I don't want to just speak to a, uh, a knee doctor I want to speak to a knee doctor who's a runner or I want to speak to a physio who's a runner because that's what I could relate to so what I did was I went out of my way to find out this really really good physio called John Cox and uh, I went to see him. I said, look, I've gone in. I said, look, I've got the pain in my um, my right knee. I've been told by the doctor I've torn my interior cruciate ligament or something like that. Uh, can you help me? And uh, he said, yeah, no worries. He said, uh, have you been experiencing any pain anywhere else? And I said, no, nothing really. And he says, have you had any trauma or any recent? And I said, well, do you know what? I banged my, uh, my shoulder uh, late last year, probably about six or seven months before 
this injury in my leg. And uh, he said, okay, so well, do you mind if you just take your shirt off? I'm going to start on your, on your back. So he laid me down. And this, I joke about this with people. You know you feel comfortable in a place where you can just walk in and just, you don't get naked, but you're in your boxer shorts straight away. Yeah, no worries. Sort my back out. Sort my legs out. Let's go. So he lays me down on the uh, the bed and he starts working from my left shoulder and he follows a path from my left shoulder. And I'm kind of like demonstrating that left shoulder across my back, down to my right hip, over my right buttock, into my hamstrings and down to my leg. And he was like, yeah, you've not ripped your right uh, anti- or interior cruciate ligament. You've actually damaged your left shoulder. And what's happening was, because I'd not got it treated early doors, this pain was now referred pain. So I was having this thing called referred pain where I had an injury in one part of my body and the body had de- dealt to cope with it around that joint, so around my shoulder. And what was happening is I was going swimming every day or I was going running or I was doing pull-ups or whatever it might be and I was aggravating and making it worse and making it worse. But then my body just got used to the pain around that shoulder and it started to ignore it. So then the pain, so what was happening was my shoulder was pulling on my, on my spine, on my, the muscles on my back. It was going across my back into my hip and it was pulling on my butt cheeks. My butt cheeks were pulling on my hamstrings. My hamstrings were then pulling on my knee joints and I was getting referred pain in my knee. So I'd gone to see this expert and literally this guy, uh, John Cox, had started to relieve the tension in my shoulder. And I kid you not, on a scale of one to 10 straight away, he was like, where do you think you are now? I was like, well, I think on a pain scale, I'm probably the whole body, maybe a six or a seven. He's like, right, cool. We're going to get that down to a one as soon as we can. When I left him after that first hour, I was like a three or a four. And then I went back, I think I went back for maybe five more sessions and I was back down to one and no pain and all the pain had gone in my knee. But what I'd done was I'd actually dialed in on what the pros do. So if the professionals get injured or the professionals need to improve in a certain area, they seek out other professionals or they seek out people who have either done what they want to do or are currently doing what they want to do at a high level. And I think it's really, really important that as people, we start to do that because what happens is we can get washed up in the business of our lives, okay? At home, in the office, whatever we might do, we can get caught up in the whole thing and we can not put ourselves first. But if you want to excel in any area of your life, I think it's super, super important. And this is a nice mantra that I like to use is to think like a professional, act like a pro, because when you're acting like a pro, you're putting yourself and your needs higher up the agenda. Okay. And by doing that, you're then lining yourself for up for an increased uh, opportunity for to be successful. You're more likely to be successful if you behave like a pro, you act like a pro. Now, the other thing that kind of, the second thing I really wanted to talk about this was also, um, and I link it in with being like a pro and seeking out stuff when things break. And uh, there's a lot of talk around mental health and I, I'm I'm never gonna come on here and um, state any ridiculous sort of techniques or anything to help with that stuff. All I'm gonna do is I'm gonna share what I've been through or what I've gone through and what I've found to be useful. And uh, it's really interesting because I have, I've talked about, and I I never called it mental health. I always talked about upstairs and how I'm feeling upstairs. And I've, I've, I suppose, technically been through some stressful stuff and how I've dealt with it. I know that I've been in a better place once I've spoken and shared with somebody. Now, what happens is when, again, going back to the breaking a bone or breaking, breaking your laptop, you break your laptop, you take it to a computer to get fixed, computer shop to get fixed. You break your arm, you go to hospital, you break something or something's injured, you go and see a professional to get it fixed. If you're having some sort of upstairs feeling and you're feeling down, you need to go and speak to somebody. And I'm kind of like putting this out as a, 
manly man and i'm putting that in inverted commas because i don't get what the whole manly man thing is but i do understand how it's hard to talk about stuff so in the shared office workspace that i i'm currently in it's probably a core six people and i know that i probably had a good intimate conversation with probably all of them at some point about either shit that i've been going through or that they've been going through and just from my from my personal opinion just the release of tension from sharing what's been going through my mind with somebody else is fantastic it got to the point where the reason i quit my job 5 years ago was because i was so stressed and at the time i didn't have anybody to talk to but one thing i actually found was really useful was writing it down so that's when I started journaling and I'm going to do a podcast on the importance of journaling and how that kind of like, I don't know if it saved my life because I was never on a, on a path where I was thinking anything crazy or thinking anything or down those lines, but uh, it was definitely a game changer for me. But what I have found is regularly touching base with the people around me has been super, super important. So as we sort of round up to the last 90 seconds of the podcast, I want you to just think of two things now. The first thing I want you to think about is what area in your life do you want to really, really improve in? So is it your fitness? Is it your work? Is it your relationship? Is it your parenting? Whatever it might be, think about the six dimensions. Uh, I want you to then just say, right, if I was a professional in one of these areas, what would that look like? Would it be the dedication to get up a little bit early and read a book? Would it be the conversation, the awkward conversation I need to have with my wife or my husband or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my mum or my dad around that topic that's a bit a bit sensitive at the minute? But you know what? The professionals would do it and they'd get it done quickly. So I want you to think about an area in your life that is really, really important to you and you want to improve in it. Think and act like a pro. Okay, that's the first one. Now, the second thing I want you to think about is if you are at any point in time, going through some stuff which is just a little bit too much, whether it's a broken heart or a broken mind, you know, in your mind, something's just not ticking over. I really, really encourage you to find somebody to speak to. Um, and I, well, I suppose I could say, I could say you can reach out to me if you want, because I have people from all over the world that just buzz me messages. Um, I'm not going to be able to offer you a solution there and then, but I might be able to be an ear for you to share something with. But you will have people in, oh my goodness, I wasn't prepared for that. How do I stop that? Right, one second. My uh, exit music came on. That's how good I am at this thing. We'll take that bit out. No, we won't. We'll just leave in. I'm going to go raw. I've only got 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, make sure, find those people in your life that you can share this stuff with. Just release that tension, release that burn. I hope that's been useful. I've been Ross. This has been The 1% Daily Show. And uh, remember, life is one big game. Make sure you play it your way and maximize your potential. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. I love it when I start recording and just all my shit starts going wrong. Phone's going off, getting messages. Woo-ha-ha!